Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hey, hey, welcome to this week's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'm excited to be in here recording and sharing some stuff with you. I am just recently back from my my couple of, well, from a week of being away at one of the most epic, beautiful retreat spaces at the most, actually, let's be honest, at the most epic and beautiful retreat space I have ever hosted out of and facilitated out of before, which was the incredible Soma at Byron Bay. And so I spent seven days there and I facilitated two different retreats. So I had one which was called Connected and Free. I used to, so I've done retreats now for about I've been hosting retreats now for about three years, three or four years, and I've done five versions of this retreat. And when I first started them, it was called the Best is Yet to Come retreat. And it was all about, you know, knowing that there is so much to come in our in our futures and unlocking the possibility of what's to come. But I recently changed the name and I changed the name to Connected and Free because Connection is such an important part of what I do and it's something that I'm really good at. I love connecting people. It's actually, it's part of my human design that I I should and and do well at it. I've done it in my friendship groups. Most most of the friends I have or the friend the friendship group that I have at the moment kind of all came from a connection with me and then all intertwined and connected with each other, which is pretty interesting but I absolutely love and value connection. It's one of my highest values. And so I changed the name to Connected and Free because it's a place to connect with yourself, with other people, and to feel free and to feel light and to be in flow and all those different things. So I facilitated that retreat, which was a two-night, three-day one. I definitely feel I'll extend that next time to three nights. Um, and then I facilitated my festival of the femme day, which was absolutely epic. And I got to spend a full seven days at Soma. So I had some downtime in between, which was absolutely needed for me and something that I, I just couldn't be more grateful that I allowed myself to do. I normally typically am that girl who, if there's any alone time, I go to, who can I see? Who can I catch up with? I could feel myself doing it today. I don't have my kids um, for the weekend and I have a very busy weekend, but today's a Friday. And I thought, oh, who can I have a drink with tonight? What can I do tonight? I need to catch up with somebody. Automatically, that was my go-to thought process. But I have decided I'm not going to do that. I've decided I'm going to be at home and be with self 
and that will be beautiful. But um, I have a big, big day tomorrow and, you know, all these things. So anyway, I facilitated these retreats and I gave myself some downtime in between, which, as I was saying, it did feel incredibly indulgent. It felt like something, oh, like, am I allowed to do this? This place costs, you know, a lot of money per night. And normally what I've done for the last few retreats is I have had had an extra day, I've extended it an extra day, and then I've invited all of my friends and some of my family to come and be in the space with me and celebrate and we normally just have drinks and eat dinner and talk shit and have a great time. And it has in the past been really, really fun to do that. But what I had realised is that a couple of those times, I um, actually both of them, maybe three times, I'm trying to remember how many times I've done it, but I was feeling overwhelmed with the amount of energy and the amount of space that I'd been holding for people. And then all of my friends got there and they were ready just to have fun and they were feeling very free and lighthearted and I was feeling tired and heavy and um, and the energy hadn't shifted yet. So this time I completely switched that up. And I went sovereign, I went into self and I just spent the time just absolutely surrendering to whatever needed to be surrendered to. And it was really, really beautiful. So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about the retreat and a little bit of a story and share some stuff with you because it has been an interesting ride. And I haven't recorded podcasts for a while because I smashed out like five or six in a in one session a while back and then it's been this big break. And every time I go to do these, I have my brother come in who's my sound engineer and helps me set everything up and does makes these things sound amazing. And um, and we stand there and I talk and he's like, what are your topics? I'm like, oh, I don't really have like solid topics for the next few but I'm I'm really enjoying the opportunity just to converse with you and just to have a conversation with you guys. And I'd love for your feedback. I'd love to know whether you find this a positive way to experience my podcast. Also, I haven't asked, I don't think I've asked for a while, but guys, I would really fucking love it if you would rate and review my podcast. I've noticed the reviews have gone down and I've got some big goals in order to keep this going long term. And it really helps boost my podcast up when people take the time like to review and to rate and to do those things. So I would be eternally grateful to you if you could do that. But yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy it. And as I said, please send feedback. Please feel free to connect with me through my socials, my Instagram, the Abundance Hub podcast with um, underscores in it. (laughs) That's very, very poorly explained. But also my other Instagram, which is my most active one and the one that I encourage you to listen and tune into the most is my personal and coaching space Instagram, which is Jessica Shembury Coach. Quite easy. All one word, no underscores, just Jessica Shembury Coach. So yeah, you can always connect with me in there and just let me know, like if you're enjoying this way of receiving information, if you prefer sometimes to listen to more solid topics or whether you don't mind this, but I'm really enjoying this space. And ultimately when we do anything in life, in particular when it comes to our business, but actually anything, we really do need to make sure we're enjoying it and we need to make sure it's feeling aligned for us because if it isn't aligned and if we're not enjoying it, we will not do a good job. And therefore, we will not create or attract 
the right types of clients, the right type of abundance, because we will be misaligned. So nothing forced is ever really the ideal way to be going about it. So for me, this is my flow state. This is where I'm feeling good and I hope you love it and enjoy it. I think I got my point out. Yeah. (laughs) So the retreat, I wanted to share this with you and I feel like this is just something as well that is important for me to put into the space, into the world and into my memory box, which ultimately this podcast is a legacy of some sort. It's really freaky sometimes to think about the amount of content I've put out there of my thoughts and my processes and my feelings and my experiences. Um, It's crazy. Over 100 episodes now, 200,000 downloads. Um, But yeah, I'm eternally grateful that you guys love listening. Okay, so I wanted to share this. Let me get to it. So this retreat was actually meant to happen. Oh, I should have got my dates written down, but it was meant to happen right before COVID hit. If that's what, is that what we say when it hit? So I got back from India and um, I think I was like just shy, two days shy of having to quarantine. Thank the Lord for that. And then the retreat should have happened shortly after that. And I had to postpone it. And so that would have been around March 2020, I believe. And then um, I postponed it and then I had to try and I had to find a new venue because the venue actually decided to take on a, uh, oh, no, no. Okay, so I postponed it once and then there was like Queensland border BS and it was in Byron. And so even me, I wasn't sure if my Brisbane people were going to be able to if they were outside the bubble. So we were in that stage. And then obviously I had people coming from Melbourne and from Tasmania and from all over the place. So we postponed again and it was like out till like October and then I postponed again. And then my venue that I had booked, my Airbnb, said, oh, sorry, Jess, we actually can't have you because someone wants to hire our our home long term and live in it. I think it was someone from Melbourne that was fleeing the state while all that fucked up already happened. And so I had to find a new venue. And so let me put this in context because this is super interesting for business owners, but also just storytelling purposes. So I had basically sold this retreat out like in 2019 and now it's 2021. So I'd sold it out and and in, I suppose, in a lot of ways, taken the profit already. Um, obviously, I have wealth principles in place, so I'd never overspend and I never just like spend my money before I put aside all of my expenses. Duh. But <laughs> um, it seemed like it was just so far away. And there were some people that backed out because they were just getting impatient. They didn't want to have to wait. I did a virtual retreat in replace of the physical retreat. So I spent two days online retreating everybody from home. I did my fucking best to look after these women and I really hope I did. But then we finally, finally got there and I was like, look, it's not going to be this year. It's going to be next year. And I'm pretty sure everyone was hoping for like a Jan Feb situation. And then I was like, it's going to be May and I could definitely sense that people were disappointed and there was there was a, a disconnect from, from the original excitement. But then 
I started to feel as well. I was like, oh my God, it's been so long since I've done a retreat. Am I even going to be able to do this well? I just felt all this weirdness. And then I chose to put my big girl pants on and I chose to up-level the fuck out of it. And so I booked Soma as the retreat space, which um, typically if I'm looking at my costs and my profits and all those things, because it is a business I run, but typically most most places that I had hired in the past were between 1500 to 1800 a night for the retreat space to hold all these women and um, and Soma was about double that. And so it was a really big up-leveling on my part and it was a really big eat-in to my profit, if I'm honest. But I didn't care because I wanted to serve these women at the highest level I could and I wanted them to have a place that they came at the end of this big wait that they just went, fuck, this is beautiful, this is amazing, Um I needed them to feel special, more special than anything else I'd been able to do before. And so I booked I booked Soma. If you guys haven't looked at Soma, go and look at it. But I needed them to feel special and I really know they did. This um, retreat venue, this incredible, incredible place, this the land, the yoga dome, there's an energy on this property that is just out of this world, insane. And it's a, actually an alcohol-free and vegetarian venue as well. So there's a lot of beauty that lies within those walls, I can tell you. And you can literally feel it when you get there. But I had so much pent-up energy around this because I had, in that year, I had paid down my deposit and I still had a very large amount of money because I was there for seven days. I believe at the time I booked, I had to book a seven-day period and so I'd paid this, I had to pay this large amount of money out and I started to feel scarce and I started to worry. And, you know, in the meantime, as I said, I had technically kind of taken all these bookings over a year and a half prior and then with all the lockdowns. And so I kind of felt, and this is me just as per normal being completely raw and honest, but I felt like the income was not there, but I still had to then pay out all the expenses. And so it was a little bit of, it was a little bit of a, um, a sticky feeling, but I, um, I created magic in that space and then created another event as well within there, the festival of the femme, but you know, running retreats, it's not an easy gig. It takes a lot of logistics. There's so many things that I do. I have caterers come in, so we need to organize all the food, I have gifts and I have workbooks that I print and we do um, we do work, you know, in terms of looking at the venue, understanding, you know, what they're going to provide. And then we, we bring in food and we bring in snacks and we bring in, you know, cheese boards and we bring in breakfast items and then we do cacao and I do these, I'd made this beautiful, um, floral arrangement for the yoga dome. So, you know, I'm buying bottles of water and tissues and pens and workbooks and crystals and chocolates and I'm ordering all these things and then I've got non-alcoholic gin and tonics and I've got margarita mix that we um that we were getting and I've got all the gifts and then I've got um soul cleanse juices and this is like me just 
I've got an assistant, but this is little old me just packing up the back of my car full of shit, full of beautiful shit. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a full-on adventure doing these retreats and then managing everyone and making sure everyone knows where to go and all the things. And then everyone arrives and you're like, are they comfortable? Have I accommodated? All the things. And then you hold space and you hold energy and you put your your hat on as, as the facilitator and as the coach and then you go in and you provide and you allow these women to receive from you. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's so, so beautiful. And within that within that space, um, my connected and free retreat, it's my favourite thing to do. I facilitate everything. So I don't have outside people come in other than an, a yoga teacher to do yoga one morning. And we also did a early morning beach swim one day, a sunrise beach swim, which was fucking epic. And then we were blessed to be some of the first, I think the first people to utilise the infrared sauna and the ice bath, which is now on site there too. And so that was epic. We were able to have the most divine experiences. Women just absolutely, we sat in the sauna, we did Wim Hof breathing and we took ourselves through processes and we listened to inspiration and motivation and we got in the ice bath and we sat there. I think I worked with two minutes for, for the women because it can be quite intense for some people. Depends on how much personal work you've done. Depends on how much trauma you've healed. Depends on whether you're familiar with breath work, whether you're okay and comfortable to to work with your breath, um, how strong your mind is. So there's a lot to it. But we were able to do that as well. And we were doing yoga in this epic yoga dome, which has incredible energy and wandering through bamboo forests and drinking ceremonial cacao. We set up a fire. I built the fire. Oh, well, myself and one of the guests, but we built the fire and we listened to one of the amazing guests play guitar and sing around it. And we, some of the girls swam in the pool, which is a freshwater, amazing, beautiful heated pool. We ate the most nourishing, gorgeous food and we worked on ourselves. Well, I, I helped the women work on themselves and it, it's just one of the most favorite things that I do, but it didn't come easily. And I, when I walked into the venue, I actually just like I cried, you know, I, I felt like tears just welling up. I didn't sob, but I, I felt tears come down my face because it was a moment of saying, you've arrived again, you're here, you've done it, Jess. As an independent parent, you figured it out. You paid it all. You went, you moved forward and you, you did it and you sold it out and you're in the most phenomenal place you've ever hosted from. You keep up leveling. <sighs> and it was, yeah, it was one of those moments that um, I felt so much energy shifting through my body and it was just like this relief and it was this pride and all ego dropped away. I would have in the past just been like, I'm such a fucking rock star. At this time, my energy, my energetic frequency, my vibration, my my truth was just so, it was so humbling and it was so powerful to feel that at that moment 
in that venue and just go, wow, what I'm about to do and what I'm about to go through and what I'm about to facilitate. And then on top of that, knowing that I had another day festival for more women coming through, plus having downtime for myself was phenomenal. And within that space, I also launched a new mentorship program, which is a non-business related one. It is called Fem Goddess Mentorship. And I launched that the week I was there. And it starts in July and I'll be doing intake twice a year for this for this mentorship. It's a five-month mentorship and it is all about understanding how divine it is to be a feminine goddess. Sounds pretty cliche, right? No, it's absolutely not. It's something that I completely, completely lost sight of for like two decades. I was very good at my masculine side, very good at being a fucking boss babe and a decisive, competitive, disciplined, controlling, achieving person. I was great at that. I was so, I still am. I'm still really good at doing all of that. Um, but in the last few years, I have learned how to find that divine balance between both. And what that's done for me personally has been outstanding. What it's done for my business has been outstanding. My intimate relationships, um, well, my, my intimate relationship with my partner, but then my relationships around me, the way I operate is completely different. And you would know that if someone hasn't seen me for a year or two and they saw me now, I know within my heart, like I genuinely know that they would be probably maybe not shocked, but they, they would notice a difference. Uh, they would really notice a difference within me and, um, and how I show up and my energy and my vibration. And it all has to do with this unraveling and unpeeling and cracking of this exterior and deciding to sit in a space of feminine goddess energy and flow, which might be a, another podcast today. I think it is. Anyway, so that was born there as well. Well, it wasn't born there, but it was released there. And it was phenomenal. It was really, really beautiful. So that was the week that I had. I just want to say thank you to all the women that attended. There are lots of people asking whether I'm doing more retreats. Yes, I absolutely am. I'm in the process of locking down dates as we speak with SOMA. I can't go backwards now. So now all my retreats are going to be hosted from SOMA or probably nowhere. <laughs> and they will book out. They will book out incredibly fast. I can tell you that right now um, because the FOMO, right? People fear missing out and people want to get away and fucking reward themselves. And it's really hard to get into SOMA. So um, yeah, stay tuned for that. But it was beautiful. And then we had a festival of the Femme Day a lot of people were asking about that. I've got some stuff up on my socials around it, but it was a beautiful day to help women drop into that feminine space and give back to themselves. And it started with yoga and then we had sound healing. We ate beautiful food and we learned about human design. And then I helped and talked into the space of that feminine masculine balance and energy and, and taught some, some little golden nuggets around how we can uh, work with that and how we can look at unraveling that part of ourself and the lead in the lead on from that is becoming a client and doing the fem goddess mentorship as ultimately what I find and what I'm seeing in the world at the moment is there are a lot of women who are just really in pain and who are 
feeling like they've lost themselves, not feeling empowered, not feeling um, in any way beautiful or worthy. And it saddens me a lot. And so that was the creation of that. But yeah, retreats are something that's been interesting. I said to one of my coaches the other day, I never realized how much I missed in-person connection. In-person connection is just out of this world in comparison to this um, Zoom lifestyle I've been living for the last year and a half. Thank you, COVID. So I'm doing and I'm focusing on much more of this. My long-term goal is to own a property for myself. Um, My partner and I are definitely moving towards the vision of that, of actually having a place where I, I or we can host together. Another thing that has come up, which I thought, why not talk to you guys about, is I've had a lot of people request a couples retreat. So that is coming. You heard it here first. Did you? I don't know. But yes, a couples retreat. And I was like, wow, is that something I really want to do? Is this, this isn't a relationship retreat, is it? I've had so many people reach out to me and want to talk into the space of what successful relationship looks like. Let me just put it this way. This couple's retreat is not going to be for broken um, broken marriages or to fix. It's for the aware conscious couples that are already on a, a journey or already really feeling deeply in love but want to set up new foundations or want to just take time out together to really deepen their connection. Um, that's the type of, you know, and the man has to be willing to come, right? Um, there's, there's no unwillingness welcome. (laughs) So it'll take, it'll be for a certain type of, of, um, of person. That's for sure. It's for a conscious couple that, um, that wants to delve into some things that wants to do some challenging things together, that wants to sit in ceremony together, that wants to learn some interesting new ways of relating to each other, um, that wants to enjoy downtime. So that's going to be really, really really exciting. So there'll be two retreats next year. That's the aim. So stay tuned for that. And if you want to be on a wait list, let me know because there's literally going to only be um, at absolute maximum 16 positions available for for the retreats. But actually, if I'm honest, it's more going to be like eight couples or eight individuals. So not many, not many at all. Anyway, um, what do I want to tell you? What else do I want to talk to you about today in terms of the retreat? (sighs) From a business perspective, I'm called more and more to do in person. And and here's my lesson for you today because I'm nearly wrapping up. I just wanted to share and kind of mark this. But here's something that I would love to challenge you with or give you as a thought process or as a little bit of a theme or as a good quality question for yourself. Do you know where you truly shine? Do you know what genuinely lights you up? Are you clear with it? I know that I love connecting with humans. It's one of my highest values. Connection and fun is is some of my highest values. And I love connecting through Zoom because that is a way I can connect with people worldwide. I love creating connection. But I actually have a superpower, and this might sound a bit ego, but it's true. I have a superpower at connecting people and and having people come into my life that end up, you know, maybe not falling in love with each other, but having a connection and becoming friends. So many of the retreats, these things have happened. 
even at this retreat, we had a, um, two women who had lived in the same unit block and basically followed each other around Australia, had so many similarities. We had another two women that are both twins that ended up traveling together from, they live in the same town and then they traveled together to Byron and had an epic little holiday and they'd only just met. Um, so yeah, it is one of my superpowers and it is something that I seem to do well with. But my question to you is, do you know, a lot of people find it hard to know what they're meant to do. And one thing that I know is that when I did my first retreat, I didn't know if I'd like it or not. One of my friends said to me, oh my God, what a nightmare, like staying with all these people you don't know at a fucking house, like having to look after all these people. And I was like, oh no, this is like right, my jam. Like this excites the fuck out of me. I love entertaining. I was born to do it. I love preparing beautiful food and watching people sit in space and eat together and laugh together and listen to music together. And that space for me is, it's just, yeah, it's, it's where my soul is lit on fire. And so, yeah, but I didn't know if that would be something that would light me on fire. I had an inkling. I had a feeling I was fairly sure, but I didn't really know. And, um, and so my message to you is sometimes you really do need to try things until you find and, um, navigate what is, what is best for you. Same with podcasting. Like podcasting is something I find completely, not always easy, but natural. And I I don't stress about it. Whereas for some people, this is just, it's stressful. So I would love to kind of give you that as a, as a thought process for this week, do you know what really lights you up in, in work, in play, in pleasure, in family life, in relationships? Do you know? You know, there's a few fundamentals that people can do. We can do personality tests and driving forces and love languages and all those things. Um, I know what lights me up in all areas of my life, like in terms of my finances, uh, discipline lights me up, like it fucking lights me up. Um, I know what lights me up in terms of my relationship. And I know that that's got a lot to do with my mental connection and the constant, ah, what's the word for it? I love a challenge in relationship. I don't like shying away from it. I love a man that can come into a relationship and be equally excited about, you know, questioning each other, challenging each other, helping each other be better I love knowing that it's a mirror and challenging myself as to how high, oh, this is going to be fun with the couples retreat, but what are the things we love about our partner and how are we mirroring that? And then how do we keep up leveling? We were just having a conversation the other night, myself and my partner about something similar. And I was like, we just keep both achieving and achieving and like kicking goals and it's because we're both helping each other be better people. That lights me the fuck up. Like, isn't that what we should always be doing in our relationship? Like even, um, oh gosh, I'm on a tangent now, but even the other day I was like, you know how many people ask their partners for permission to do shit or like live dependently on someone else? I gave, I gave that up. I mean, yeah, I had to go through a four, you know, a 14 year relationship and a 11 year marriage to figure that out. I'm not saying I just figured it out, but now the independence, um, lights me up. I actually, um, I have been 
I've been leaning into some stuff actually lately and I'm going to, where is this thing? Okay. I wrote something down the other day and I'm like, I can pretty much, why do I do this to myself? Why do I do this to myself? (laughs) I go into my notes on my phone and I'm like, Jess, do you think you could plan this? I do believe that um, in relationship it's about being whole, coming into a relationship whole. Um, I used to say I don't need anyone, I only want somebody, but you know what? Now that I've found a person that I believe is my twin flame and I believe is is here um, for me and I'm here for him in a, in a more spiritual way, I suppose, um, or a deeper way, oh, my gosh, I just feel like I do absolutely need him. <laughs> it's um, in a beautiful way though, but I'm going off track and I'm like, where's this thing? Where's this thing? Ah, uh, okay. All right. I'm going to look for it. Uh, maybe I'll bring it into the next one. Um, because Jess has notes and takes too many and then, um, ah, uh, there we go. Good gracious. Anyway, okay, I'm trying to look for something and I can't find it. And you know what? There it is. Found it (laughs) as soon as I was about to give up. So this is what lights me up in a relationship. And this is just my my personal opinion and something that I, I heard and I read and then I listened into it and I was like, yes, I really fucking like this. Um... Where is it? Oh, God, I've taken lots of notes this last week or two. Um, when it comes to what lights me up, and this isn't what should light you up, I want to be really, really clear about that. This is up to you. But choosing our own happiness and not stopping doing things because the person you are with doesn't love doing the same things as you, that's important, Right? Breaking down this barrier or this conditioning around what we should be doing and instead conversing with our partner about what we want to be doing. Do we really need to get married and wear white and buy a house and have children and do things in that order? Or is that just things that have been dictated to us? Um, it's super, super interesting, right? But um, I, I found this little passage and I really, really love it. I'm going to read it to you. It's completely off track now because I'm just having a a beautiful, a beautiful little diversion here. I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> Probably like, what is she doing? <sighs> here we go. Stay with me. Like I'm saying it, I'm doing it, and then... I'm not finding it and I don't know why I can't find it. Maybe it's not meant for this podcast. But it was about the balance and I might just bring it into another podcast because I'm actually just not finding it and now you're probably all like, damn you, Jess, this is not okay. We want to know it. Um... Hmm, going to have to keep looking for that. 
Anyway, I'll find it and I'll bring it back to you another day because it was a beautiful little thing, but I think it was not meant to be. There we go. I found it. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that to you guys. Okay. So this is all tuning back into what lights us up. This is your question and this is your kind of thought process and something you can take away. Um, and when I, I read this passage and I wanted to not just blurt it out, I wanted to read it to you because I thought it was super powerful, but this is what lights me up in a relationship. Independence and companionship, alone time and also someone to go to bed with every evening running wild and free across this great, big, beautiful world and someone at home cheering us on. Who <laughs> gives me the goosies that, that because that to me is so, so powerful. So in relationship, it's about this balance and this dance. In your business, what lights you up? Where do you do well? I would love for you to answer these questions for yourself. In your intimate partnership, in your relationships with the people around you, in the way you have fun, in the way you seek pleasure, in the way you parent, in the way you work, in your career, in your business, where do you shine? What lights you up? What really puts sets your soul on fire? Because for me, I was able to identify that in-person retreats is an area that I just cannot give up and I never will now because I fucking... I lost it. I forgot how much I loved it. Thank you, COVID. Not thank you. That's sarcasm. But I lost it and I now remember. So I'm excited to bring more of that to you guys. But just know that sometimes we do need to try things um, to to realize if it's it's if it's if it is part of our zone of genius to be doing it. So I encourage you to go and investigate and get curious around that for yourself because it's a beautiful place to. Um, it's a beautiful place to dance in those in those questions. I hope you guys enjoyed that and have a beautiful day, week. I can't wait to be back next week. And um, again, please leave a review and a rating and all those beautiful things if you do enjoy this work. Have a beautiful day. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.